Welcome back to the Lover's Lane Podcast. Today's episode is episode eight, ejaculation communication. More romance, more intimacy, more All right, so before we get into this episode, we are running a free gift with purchase. With any $100 purchase, you will receive a Satisfier C-Ring in-store and online while supplies last. Okay, welcome back to the Lover's Lane podcast. My name is Haley, and I am a romance specialist in our stores. I'm an intimacy expert online, and I am the host of the Lover's Lane podcast, which is all about love, romance, and connecting with your partner. So today's episode is episode eight. I can barely believe it. I cannot believe this is the eighth episode, kind of the ninth episode, if you also listened to our introduction. So I'm going to just take a minute and say thank you for listening thus far. This is the first episode where I kind of get to backtrack a little bit about something I talked about last week and continue the conversation I'm receiving a lot more feedback, which I definitely appreciate. I have more topics to talk about. So it's just been really exciting. 2020 has not been my favorite year so far, but the podcast came out of it and I'm very excited that you all enjoy it. If there's something you need answered, I have been answering emails and tweets and you know any questions. So don't be shy. You know, if you if you do have a question or anything like that. And maybe I have a listener that's just not ready to reach out. Here is your invitation that it is okay. And thank you for continuing to listen. So today's episode is, like I said, it's kind of a runoff of last week's, which was, you know, all about orgasm, outer course, and oral sex. Today's episode is titled Ejaculation Communication. So it is all about communicating that come with your partner consent to orgasm, and kind of like the dynamic between you and your person. How does it work when the magic part of intercourse or outer course or anything like that is supposed to happen? Because I know it looks different for everyone. It's strangely different with all the partners I've been with in my head. I feel like that is where your your real authentic self is at like the brink of orgasm when you need to communicate what's about to happen. And some people completely lack that and they don't communicate it at all and it just kind of happens silently. And I think that's maybe awkward too. So having this conversation about a conversation might be interesting and it might be confusing. So, you know, if you have questions or anything like that, I'm here. And of course, I want to preface this episode, you know, this part of the conversation is all about an orgasm, ejaculate coming, you know, anything like that. And if that is not happening for you during intercourse, that is a okay. It could be communication about what 
does or does not feel good, what feels more pleasurable. If you are not orgasming but your partner is, you could definitely still benefit from listening to this episode because any mental or physical struggle that you're having or maybe you just don't orgasm during sex or playtime or anything like that and that is okay. So for the rest of us, I am interested in, you know, I I talk about foreplay and sex all the time at my job, obviously, like what to make it feel better, what to be confident, what what's going to give me the best orgasm, but what about when that orgasm comes? Do you talk about, like, do you say vocally, I'm going to come? Do you control how your partner is coming? Do you control how yourself is coming? Does somebody control how you are coming? Because we can backtrack to the BDSM episode there too. Or if you just generally don't orgasm, you know, do you tell somebody, I will let you know when I'm satisfied? Or does it just continue to be playtime until somebody's exhausted? You know, I'm curious. I had a coworker, she doesn't work with us anymore, but I had a coworker that was with her girlfriend and she is bisexual and she would tell me it was so different being with women versus men because women can have multiple orgasms, both her and her partner could. So sex and playtime looked so much differently for her versus her past relationships with a man where when they reached orgasm, you know, it was maybe she got another one or two out of it if she wasn't satisfied during their playtime. But with when she was with a woman, that they had to actually talk to each other about how many more times they wanted to come or if they were exhausted or what so that they could kind of wrap up their playtime. But what's interesting to me is just how different orgasm can look for every single person. If you have someone that you've been with that is coming too quickly or not coming fast enough and that could get exhausting, you know, you can always ask them questions about if they're getting closer to orgasm or What else could you do to help them orgasm or maybe to help them not orgasm so quickly or whatever is your dynamic. And it's all about like communicating your cum. (laughs) So I think it's really interesting and super hot to either ask your partner to edge themselves, kind of to wait for you. So edging yourself means masturbating until you feel like you're getting close to coming And then you just kind of wait and let it go away. And then you can revisit it and continue to edge yourself. So you're almost there and then you stop. And then you're almost there and then you stop. And that is kind of what works for me and my partner because I feel like it's almost a type of foreplay that we don't even, but we're not like really interacting with each other. He'll tell tell me, you know, edge yourself three times today before you go to work and then I'll have you when you get out or... If he's sexting me or something like that, he has the day off, maybe I'm at work, I'll get little videos of him playing and him reassuring me that he's edging himself because he wants me. And I think that that is awesome for couples. (laughs) 10 out of 10 would recommend. There's also controlled orgasm. And I've been seeing a lot of this like in porn recently where there's orgasm denial so you have like a dominant that will not allow you to come and then when they finally do it's like this big release and then on the opposite end of that there's also forced orgasm and I've actually been getting a lot of customers in our stores for that recently so they want like a Hitachi wand or like a lay wand or anything with a lot of power for their partner to force them to continue to climax over and over again and that could be really hot 
if it's just maybe not happening when you want it to happen and taking that control and saying no you're going to and putting a whole lot of vibration of course on a consenting body could be super hot for couples to play with there's also you know a lot of different like build-up things you could do just like edging but that includes a ton of communication so let's say like you are having sex and your partner says they're getting close but you're not there yet so you can kind of like almost use your body to edge them you take it kind of slower and you get yourself closer because of course orgasm is more powerful more passionate when you're coming together and then of course your own personal preference about where ejaculate is actually going (laughs) on your partner or yourself or anywhere around you could be a whole like conversation in itself that you need to have because you could have them come on you in you you know away from you if you're sensitive to that or just not into it but it's also it could be like a really hot like power move to direct that finish so you know if you're giving oral you could have them come on your chest or a facial if you're in doggy then you know if if you're talking about that you're going to orgasm you can really put on a show form and make it all that much better. You can arch your booty up in the air or you could give like extra dirty talk and make that like orgasm really explosive for your partner. And that is something exciting and it doesn't need any toys or stimulants or anything like that. It's just you and your partner together making it all the better just by having real open talk during sex, during outer course, during foreplay, during anything. It's weird because I feel like most people think that oohs and ahs during playtime is the only signal that you need. But when you open your mouth to talk and give feedback, it's going to make it so much better. You know, orgasm is fireworks. So how many times on the 4th of July have you seen the same fireworks show and now you don't even care to go to the fireworks show? Everyone's waiting for this grand finale, but don't keep the show the same. Otherwise, it's going to get boring. And that's my analogy about orgasm. (laughs) I feel like orgasm is held to a higher standard than even like great sex. You could have awesome great sex, but if the orgasm wasn't there, then someone thinks that something's wrong. And that's also not true. Have you ever been like stuck in a rut almost? Like you need, you need to have an orgasm, but then maybe you masturbate or you know, you watch something dirty or something like that and you still kind of feel like you did before and that's not what you needed and you actually just needed like communication or like an embrace from your partner or some quality time or whatever your love language is and then you feel better. So don't think that the orgasm is what's gonna, you know, kind of clear your senses. Sometimes just connecting and pleasing your partner will do that for you as well. Between connection and communication, it really takes its physical form in intimate relationships through outer course. Outer course is, you know, it's unselfishly pleasing your partner and it really is letting go of the fantasy and kind of like want for them and it almost brings you back to focus to develop that connection between you and your partner and two bodies. And to me personally, I think that outer course is definitely a little bit more intimate than intercourse and you know of course it can be lumped into whatever you think foreplay is for you so massage or oral toy play anything like that that would be like a foreplay but now taking out the equation that sex is like it's leading up to sex so outer course is almost kind of like the slowed down enjoyed foreplay as simple as that and because i think that time is so intimate because it's precious to us it's time that you are giving to your partner to please them 
and vice versa. And especially the conversation of telling your partner that you want something really intimate from them. You want their pleasure and their orgasm and you are here to focus on that for them really makes outer course all the better. But the communication between you guys about what the orgasm will look like, what's going to happen during, where it's going, you know, and any non-traditional, you know, outliers that you may have. So if you're coming too early, there are delay creams and sprays or different techniques or things you might want to like just touch each other differently. If you're coming not early enough, there's enhancements and maybe they want to masturbate beforehand. You know, it's, it is like a muscle memory. If someone is used to orgasming through masturbation alone and not with a partner, that's not a an attack on your person. It's just how they please themselves and now how are you going to work together to welcome that same orgasm? So I don't know if you guys have listened to the previous episode, the big O's about outer course, oral, and orgasm, but you know, leave comments on this one. Tell me what you've tried that was suggested in the last episode. Did you try any of the foods? How did it go for you for the taste of your ejaculate? Now tell me for oral, for any other type of outer course, like what does that communication and that connection look like? Not just the physical aspect of it, but what does your relationship look like to welcome orgasm or anything else that feels good? Does it include toys or lingerie? Does it include a day away from children? I know that is probably my biggest issue or you know just having the time not being exhausted from work it's hard life is just a little different and weird right now with the coronavirus of course I know that we have like all these extra stressors and it's nothing to be I almost feel like ashamed like I have like all these things going on and now I can't like please my partner to the best of my ability but it's nothing to get in your own head about talk to your partner that's why they're there and you deserve to feel good and they deserve to feel good and if both partners are open, communicating, talking, the orgasm will come (laughs) and all is well in your relationship. So I would like to thank you guys again for listening thus far to the Lover's Lane podcast. I am so excited because I absolutely love my job. I love having this discussion about sex. I love liberating, you know, what people need or want and they get in their own head about it and they think, oh, that's silly, that's weird, you know, just things that doesn't really cross my mind anymore because I've been doing what what I'm doing for six years now. So I, I always had my friends kind of reach out to me about anything that they had questions on and that's just who I am as my personality. So I love being able to actually like do it with an audience. It's great. Thank you for listening. We do have a bunch of new stuff I'm going to just mention here that's coming up for the Lover's Lane podcast. All November, I am interviewing a ton of our best-selling brands and we are really going to talk about a lot of different toys, techniques, and really fun stuff to play with in the bedroom. I have an interview with Nexus coming up. There's also going to be a lot of really fun lingerie episodes. We're talking to Liberator soon. We're talking to be vibe and we vibe and womanizer i cannot wait we have lubes and oils with intimate earth coming so continue to listen subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already reach out to me with any questions i'm an open book twitter and instagram handle is the same it's at ll podcast underscore we also have a facebook that is live now 
You can leave a review. You can leave a question. It's the Lover's Lane Podcast on Facebook. Or if you're a little shy, that's all right with me. I can always hide your name. If you have a question or just respond to you personally, you tell me what works for you. My email is Haley, that's H-A-L-E-Y, at loverslane.com. So next week on the Lover's Lane Podcast, I am going to be addressing the most common questions that I see in the store that I have been seeing in the store for over six years now for people that are new to shopping at a sex store, for people that I have seen in there a bunch of times and they still have similar questions. Nothing's off the table, so join me next Monday. And at Lover's Lane, I know the more that you know, the better it gets. Thank you for listening to the Lover's Lane podcast. I will talk to you next Monday. Lover's Lane, Lover's Lane, Lover's Lane, Lover's Lane. Couples that play together, stay together.